Welcome to Witchfinger Horror Podcast. My name is Yasmina, and to my right is Megan. Hi! And to my left is Morgan. Hello! Hello! And tonight we are watching House. Bing Bong! Ding Dong, you're dead! (laughs) Seriously, that is the best fucking tagline ever. I... I actually like the tagline more than this the movie. movie. <laughs> it's yeah, the best. Yeah, I yeah. fucking love. I love that tagline. I people, used to just say it all the time. People think that that is actually the name of the movie. Actually, uh, like, Dong, yeah. you're dead. Yeah. yeah, better title. People, I've seen people searching better. for that. Like you know, when you type into Google, like yeah. searches and like other searches that people have asked before come up. Ding dong, you're dead. Is one of them. They should have gone honestly. Best yeah. title they should have gone for, especially because it's a silly movie. What a oh, silly title! Yeah, that yeah I been. know. <laughs> you know, it would be actually kind of funny to get like like ding uh, tattoo on it. one knuckles and like dong on the other one, and then like your and then dead. Oh my god! <laughs> your would have to be spelled the wrong way. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that would be amazing. Ding dong, you're, you're dead. dead. <laughs> There's other good taglines oh for this god. movie too, though. Like, Not as good as ding dong, you're dead. The mm-hmm. one that's. You're cordially invited to spend an evening with Roger Cobb and his friends. Don't come alone. And also, horror has found a new home. But Ding Dong, You're Dead is probably the best one. It is. It's it's pretty fucking fabulous. Who I, fucking I came love up it. with that, man? I know. I don't know, actually. So good. Whoever did, genius. House was uh, released in 1986. It's uh, directed by Steve Miner. So Steve Miner also uh, directed Friday 13th Part 2 and Part 3. And um, Part 2 was actually the first movie that he directed. And he is the only person who has directed more than one Friday the 13th movie. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That's pretty cool. He also directed Warlock. Yes! I just embrace. Julian Sands being cast as Warlock because he fucking looks like a Warlock. (laughs) The casting for that movie was just spot on. Um, he also directed Halloween H2O. Which is really bad. I, I don't really remember it very well, but it's better than Resurrection. Way better. Still. Yeah. Oh, you know the, hype, the hype around that movie was, was big H2O. The, yeah. Yeah. the thing is, oh, H2O yeah. was a victim the to the 90s, though. Yeah. Absolutely. All, most 90s horror movies, with the exception of, like, Scream and a few others, were like, wah. Not great. For sure. Uh, and Lake so Placid. He, oh, no, yeah. I was just going to say Lake Placid. Uh, Betty oh White. God. That movie oh is, like, fun, though. I don't it's remember. Like Anaconda, it. right? It's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Totally silly. Another victim of the 90s movie. And right. also, um, I didn't know this, but the Day of the Dead remake. I didn't know that they remade Day of the Dead and, like, Mina Suvari is in it. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? American Beauty. Yeah. Oh, that hot blonde chick. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I think that she's in it. Let me just double check. Wait, what movie are we talking about? Uh, the Day of the Dead remake. Oh. It's like a loose remake, okay. but isn't that weird? I didn't know that this movie was even made. And okay, look this shit Steve up. Steve Miner, it, it came out in 2008. Mm. And yeah, Steve Miner. Is that the poster? Directed it. Yeah, the poster looks oh, God. pretty interesting. But yeah. Who else is in it? Did they not promote it or something? Like, I, I don't know. How? Nick Cannon? Nick no, Cannon's in no, it? No, 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 I, I, I honestly never knew that this movie was even made. Yeah, I and didn't. as I was doing my research, I was like, oh, there was a Day of the oh Dead remake? Yeah, weird. Uh, it would I have to be very, very loose. I yeah. 
Well, before Steve Miner became a director, he was actually an editor for Wes Craven. So he worked on Last House on the Left. That's and cool. he was also an editor for Sean S. Cunningham, who is a producer on House. Right. And uh, it's funny because like before the movie starts, we're watching it on VHS right now. And before the movie starts, there's like four <laughs> of the exact trailer uh, uh, playing over and over again at the yes. beginning of this movie. And one of them had the Friday 13th like music. Yeah, like it actually did. It was like... <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. This, this actually, I think, is the copy that Tanya and I used to rent when we were in high school. Like, we'd have sleepovers and we're like, let's watch House. And this copy was like a similar one. It had like three, four or five different trailers of House, the same trailer before the movie got started. So this is very nostalgic. Yeah, I was like, this is it's, a house. This, it, this <laughs> is also a house. <laughs> It's just funny that they use the same, yes, Billy. Oh, this guy's Billy, hair at the book signing. <laughs> yeah, the like super blonde um, goth guy. It, it's not like this movie had a oh, serial killer. It's not like this movie had a small budget, like that they had to rip off the music from Friday the 13th or they had no. to like put all these corny trailers. It was pretty well funded. Yeah, you know? the budget, yeah, I think, it was estimated three million. $3 million. Yeah. Like, so yeah. That's like, that's, that's especially in the 80s, mid 80s. And for like a movie that was geared to be cheesy horror, that's mm. a lot of money. Yeah. Totally. Well, in the box office, they made. 22.1 million that's fantastic i read yeah. it came in second to um pretty in pink oh really yes yeah, in yeah, the box office yep oh, and so this is so much better than pretty in pink right and <laughs> totally and like to come in second to pretty in pink which is i mean yeah iconic, that's huge yeah and this movie's kind of slid under the radar that's a yeah big deal, that know? is a big deal i'm not a big fan of pretty in pink I don't know. I just never really liked it. I like 16 Candles oh, and yeah. Long uh, Duck Dawn, The Breakfast, yeah, the breakfast <laughs> Club better. But yeah, Pretty in Pink, I just find that Ducky character so annoying. Stop. I was going to say, but Ducky, your boyfriend's in it though. James Spader. Yes. Oh, and no, like he's in Sixteen Candles. Of his, he's like, in Pretty in Pink. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I just, I get all my John Hughes like girly movies They're all the mixed same. up. Yeah. Best one is Weird Science though. Oh yeah. I rewatched Weird Science. <laughs> Recently, I think I watched it in the last month. Yeah, you said you had to watch it with Ben. Cause yeah, because he never, never seen. He was seen like, it. I didn't know. A Bill man of science had never seen. I know. He's like, yeah, I didn't know. Poser. Bill Paxton was in it. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you gotta see the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's still fun. Well, House was written by Fred Decker, and he also wrote and directed Night of the Creeps, which I yeah. fucking yeah. love yeah. so much, and Monster Squad. Yeah, fucking right. And he also co-wrote um, RoboCop Three with Ooh, Frank Miller, amazing. and I don't. I don't really remember RoboCop 3, but I no. remember bits and pieces of it and remembering that it's really super fucked up. Like, it's really weird. And I Those was, movies in general, though, RoboCop is like, I love the first RoboCop. You know what? It's really disturbing. RoboCop actually disturbing. does, it does kind of fuck me up. And I know that, like, a lot of people sort of see that movie as, like, looking back nostalgically, it's like kind of like a kid's movie. But like, oh, no it's way, man. Fuck, There's man. something so demented about how they bring him back and he's exactly. like struggling with his identity. And at the end, when he takes his fucking mask off, I his like like when face the is like melting. stuck to the fucking... That shit fucks me up, man. Yeah. Even to this day. Yeah. It's just really... It's, it has a lot of existential like questions and stuff. What makes you human? And well, especially I, with the way yeah. technology is going why, right now. Why do you cry? <laughs> why do you cry? <laughs> I actually said that this morning. Amazing. <laughs> it's in my everyday why, lexicon. Why do you cry? Um, but yeah, so Fred, Fred Decker, he also wrote a bunch of Tales from the Crypt episodes That's and super Star cool. Trek Enterprise, uh, the one with Scott Bakula. Amazing. And um, he's also a co-screenwriter for the new Predator movie. The what? 
the new Predator movie. Coming out? Yes. Yeah. In the new year. It's They're making a new Predator movie. And uh, Michael Keegan Key is in it, like from Key and Peele. Yes. And I, uh, I'm i a big Predator fan, so I'm going in like open-minded. I bet you it's going to be violent like the oh, new fuck Rambo yeah, man. was. Oh, because God, Alien yeah. vs. Predator were... Meh, meh. So I'm just saying I hope that it doesn't go Yeah, well, the, I hope it's going to be The awesome. Predator um, story is actually written by Shane Black, who yeah. uh, Fred Decker worked with. Um, on the Monster Squad and a few other movies as well and uh, Shane Black has written he did Lethal Weapon he did mm-hmm. Monster Squad he did Last Action Hero he did <gasps> Iron Man 3 Love Last Action um, Hero. and yeah, also same. as an actor he was actually Hawkins in the first Predator movie yeah I know well. yeah I saw that so oh. like Fred and Shane have been working together for many many years yeah like, like their credits like tons of credits together yeah, yeah. so um, Shane is uh, also um an actor in Night of the Creeps and mm-hmm. Robocop 3 as yeah. well. And uh, so Fred uh, has also stated that the script for House was actually inspired by the Twilight Zone movie. And him and Steve Miner, the director of House, and Shane Black and a man named Ethan Wiley, they wrote an anthology together, and but it just never happened. So House turned out to be Fred's segment in the anthology that That would have been a really great short story. Yeah. Yeah, So the original script was meant to be horror without any comedy. Like this movie was actually supposed to be completely horror and not funny at all. But then the comedy was included when that fourth guy, Ethan Wiley, rewrote the script. Good call. Yeah. Good call though. Well, I don't know. I mean, I could see it going both ways. Like much like Return of the Living Dead, which is another like classic like horror comedy movie from the same era. It's like I could see how this could be written really really frightening and also kind of funny. Like the 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 creatures and stuff are make it what silly, I think. Yeah. Well, it's very Evil Dead. Yeah, super. Yeah, the creature, yeah. the creature design are very animated. Yeah, right? yeah. and well, his reactions as well are like kind over of the what, top. What adds to the comedy aspect? Yeah. yeah, like a little goofy. Well, this is when you were talking about the story about a writer who has writer's block that moves into this house that's like haunted. Mm-hmm. Maybe Megan, you can like give some insight on this. Isn't that like kind of like Secret Window? By Stephen King? Um, yeah. Like, it actually reminds me of that story. Uh, Yeah, but that's the only similarity, right? Is that... I've never read the book or anything, but I did watch the movie... Oh, and I was like, so oh, that's interesting. It's uh, so. When was the book? Was the book written a long time ago? So the book is actually a short story. I it wasn't written before 1985 mm. though, 86. So right. this movie was in development in 85. So it wasn't Secret Window wasn't written before 85. Yeah. However, I've read a bunch of like King's thoughts on a lot of his stories, and he never mentioned that he pulled it from here. He mentioned more that he took from his experience of being an author, right? And and being pulled between those two personas of being mm-hmm. a human and being an author and right. and trying to figure that out yeah i guess now that you mention it it's kind of similar yeah just like moves away to find himself i just want to talk about him so bad can we get to his character please <laughs> <laughs> go who roger uh, roger cobb william cat fuck man when he was in carrie i wanted to suck yeah. his dick he's so got a very hard. like 70s, <laughs> 70s like funk disco look to him Ugh, like he was babe. like the perfect guy to his be in carrie and, and i yeah like um i i definitely recognize him uh, the most from House and Carrie, but me personally, a movie that I watched when I was a kid that like stuck in my memory forever is Baby. 
The Secret of the Lost Legend. <gasps> oh my Legend. god! No, I can't believe you're talking about this fucking movie. <laughs> okay, do you remember that movie? It's, it's like, about a fucking dinosaur. It's like a dinosaur. Like they find. Oh my god! I know exactly what you're talking about. No, no, no! <laughs> It's Mokili Mabebe! Do you remember? Why is it called Baby? Uh, Is that what they name him? I don't remember. Okay, so they go to Africa and there are are sightings of Brontosaurus, right? Yeah. And so I guess they find the, the infant, like the baby... Brontosaurus and it's lost and they're trying to reunite it with its mother. I I honestly didn't even correlate the fact that he was in this fucking movie because I have I think about that movie all the time. Yeah man, I think about it all the time too because me and my brother when we were kids we used to rent it all the time and as I as I grew older I would like before the internet obviously I would I would be asking my friends do you guys remember a movie where like there's this couple and you find this little like dinosaur and it kind of looks like a brontosaurus but it's like a baby and like nobody knew what I was talking about. Oh dude, that's what like Mokili Mbembe that is the I think uh, because that in the in the jungle where they find it that is the Congo Congolese name that they give to a brontosaurus because apparently some true facts about this uh, scientists have gone to that area and shown them photographs mm-hmm. of animals and said do you know what this is and if it's native to the area they say yes and if they don't like do you know what this is and it's like a bear they say. No, and they show them a picture of the brontosaurus, and they think that's Mokila Mobembe, and that means yeah, like river, yeah. that means river fucking monster or some shit. Is there an unsolved mysteries episode on this? By uh, any chance? There might be actually, <laughs> or um, ancient aliens. There might be, <laughs> but yeah. Aliens. So, so <laughs> the people, some people believe that there might be descendants of brontosaurus living in the Congo somewhere. Yeah. Just so you know. Well, probably, yeah, probably I totally are. remember that probably movie, are. Baby. Probably are. Yeah. Fuck, now I need to watch that shit again. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's and, probably awful. But it, <laughs> was it Disney, though? Do you remember? I think it so. was very, was like, Disney It must be There Disney. were a few, and there was another horror movie, quote unquote horror, where it was, what was it fucking called? Where it was like these eggs that hatched, and they were little dinosaurs. They were like this big, mm-hmm. and they would like terrorize. Fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So baby's not. But look at his face. Yeah. He's, he's fucking so weird cute. looking. <laughs> that's so funny. So yeah, that's where I know um, William. But Pat like from. when I read that he had auditioned and was strongly considered for Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I, I can thought see that. Yes. I can yes, see that. I can definitely see that. Yes. In well, that they little look the robe, same. They look so yeah. similar. Yeah, he's got that like kind of like boyish kind of quality to him. Yeah. Apparently when he auditioned as well, he auditioned with Kurt Russell. Yeah, because oh. Kurt Russell auditioned for Han Solo. Oh, what dude. a different world we would live in. Oh no. Oh yes. No or yes. No or yes. He's hot. Hans, he's a babe. Fucking whatever his name is. Harrison Ford. <laughs> he was a babe. Though. He's ugly. No, he's yeah, not. I don't think Kurt Russell was. Kurt Russell was like, mm. especially in the thing. That beard. That's funny. No, Escape from New York. Uh, Escape from New York. Oh. All the way. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like him bearded and a little fucked up. I love That's me a man with an eye. Well, he's Escape badass in both, but he's oh. very badass. He's very sexy. Yeah. Is Kurt Russell the one who's married to Goldie Hawn? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not married. They're just together. They're life partners. Yeah. They're beautiful. It's it's amazing. Well, um, also, I just want to say something really quick. That real estate agent that was, like, showing him the house, he's the fucking guy who's, like, who works at the hotel in Ghostbusters. When they go... Because I was, like, I was looking at all the actors in this movie, and I was, like, where do I know that guy from? Oh, Ghostbusters. That's it. When they're, like... They're busting the ghost in the hotel dining room busting or whatever, the and then ghost. he's like, he's standing outside, and he's like getting all like flustered and frantic. You hear shit like, smashing yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like William Cat, um, he does a lot of TV, and um, very prominent character in Perry Mason. 
Huh? Perry Mason? You don't remember that show? It was kind of like... Uh, uh, there's an Aussie song about it. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I didn't uh, know that. Perry Mason. <laughs> Anyways. That's a good Aussie impression. <laughs> Thank you. Um, actually, also, his mother uh, and father were both actors, and Barbara Hale is his mother, and apparently she was in a fucking shit ton of Perry Mason, too. Oh. So like Perry Mason fuck family. That's funny. And he's also, um, this is funny, because uh-huh. I, I'm kind of, like, obsessed with Albert Pugh now, and he's um, uh-huh. the guy who directed Cyborg and <laughs> fucking all these awful movies, like, Doll Man. Doll Man? <laughs> Doll Man is on the list. Yeah, I know. And um, so, William Cat is also in Cyborg 3, so I haven't watched the sequels yet. I'm sorry, there's a Cyborg There's three. three. Okay, so the second one has Angelina Jolie in it. Oh! She was so hot when she was young. Remember that movie? Gia? Gia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so there are three Cyborg movies, and I do need to watch the sequels, but Albert uh, Payun, or Payun, I'm not sure how you say his name, I'm like kind of on a kick um, watching all of his movies, because he's like notorious for making terrible like 90s action and 90s like sci-fi movies. Like Nemesis is one that I have to watch, and he did the 1990 Captain America, and I have it on VHS, and it looks awful. I haven't watched it yet. But anyway, (laughs) Cyborg 3 also has Zach Galligan from Gremlins in it, too. So I definitely need to watch that. That's another curly-haired, cute man. Yeah, I know. He's adorable, actually. I think he's very, very cute. William Catt is also in the 95 remake of Piranha, which I actually did not know that it was remade twice, because it was the other one um, that uh, Eli Roth was in was the one that came out like recently, was in. right? Yeah, he was in Piranha. Yeah, remember he gets his face like torn off from the propeller. That's him. Yeah, he's like the DJ or some oh, shit. Oh, he's the DJ yeah. on the raft. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. William Cat is in the '90s remake of Piranha and is also Mila Kunis's first movie. She's like a kid in it. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, he was in Walker, Texas Ranger. No, Everybody of course. Is. Every single no. person yeah, that, we, that have ever been or in Seinfeld. any of these movies is that. And uh-huh. this uh, this blew my mind because I have seen Jawbreaker more times than I can count. And he's Liz's dad in Jawbreaker. Oh. So you only see him probably for like five minutes in the movie. But I fucking saw that shit in theaters and I have it and I watch it probably once a year. And it's another it's like, movie I won't do. I nope. love that. Well, really? Why? Because it, it, it's fucking scary. Jawbreaker? Yes. Are we because, talking about the... Yes. Because, <laughs> yes, because you can't kill someone. Why does that happen to you? Because <laughs> you're blowing my mind. That's real life. Dude, that shit is like... That's like the girliest that's mean. Like, movie ever. That's mean what they did. Well, yeah. It is for mean girls. Up. Okay, well, that's... Thank you, Morgan. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so he... This is interesting. You know, the show House. I've never seen it. But oh, he's yeah. in an episode of, of House. Is he? With Hugh Laurie? Uh, yes. It's in a show. And a um, show. he, for three seasons, was the lead in a TV show in 1981 to 83 called The Greatest American Hero. Yes. And I looked up pictures and videos, and it looks fabulous and it's basically a show where he plays a teacher who is visited by aliens <laughs> and they give him a superhero suit and tell him he now has special powers but he hates wearing the suit <laughs> and he lost the instructions manual oh uh, so he has to learn his powers as he goes along with it that would be kind and of in fun. real life like William Cat like wrote a comic book based on the show that's cool yeah it was like a big show when oh. at the time apparently that it yeah came that's out. like one of his like best known roles 
rules. Yeah, I know. And his hair is fabulous in it. Let now, me tell also, you. Also, let's just talk about the sweater Okay, for a I was going to say, like, we uh, are obsessed with Jerry Dandridge's sweater in Fright Night. And when I was looking up pictures to post on her Instagram, I... It all came back to me, and I was like, I remember that sweater. Oh, this the shit The sweater is... that Roger Cobb is wearing in this movie. Look, it's oh, so deep. Oh, it's like gosh. the deepest V. Like, it's literally almost to his belly button. That shit is absurd. What is that Instagram that's like movie sweaters? It's movie sweaters. There is, there's an Instagram that's just movie sweaters, and that fucking sweater needs to be posted if on If it that hasn't page. been already, it definitely I know. needs look, to. Look at that V. It goes down... To, like, his, the bottom of his rib cage. It's absurd. It's too much. <laughs> Could you imagine the tan line he would get from that shit? Yeah. And he's just talking to fucking... George Wendt. George went. went all normal, like, this guy's not looking at my pecs at all. Yeah. Um, I have so much to say about him. But I'm going to come back to, I found that movie where I was saying, do you remember that movie where they oh, yeah, had yeah. little dinosaur eggs? Carnosaur. Oh, oh, that is like the shitty Jurassic Park. It's a shitty Jurassic Park. That's like after after Jurassic Park came out, uh, like a string of terrible uh, rubber dinosaur movies. Okay, rubber dinosaur movies. Definitely the worst one is the one with Whippy Goldberg, and she's friends with a fucking T Rex. Oh, that was before. That that was. That was before Jurassic Park. I just looked up '90s dinosaur. No, Theodore Rex. Oh, from dinosaurs. Is that the brother from Dinosaurs? It, no, because he looks be. a lot oh, like him. Oh, look at him. That's funny. Doesn't it oh look like him? Yeah. Yeah. No, but the brother from Dinosaurs had, had like a, a weird mohawk. Head, a head yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah. Isn't that funny that that movie was even made? Like Whoopi Goldberg. Hey, I'm friends with the T Rex. I want to see that if there's a tagline. Like great movie. idea. I want to see if there's a tagline for sweater. it. I know his sweater is oh, just it's it's absurd. It's so wonderful. It's so low. He needs a turtleneck for underneath it, but he just doesn't care. He's so California. I know. And I like that that it's also tucked into his pants. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Oh my gosh, it is. is. Into his pleated mother's Someone should be Roger Cobb for Halloween next year. Oh my God. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll I'll take one for the team. I'll do it. (laughs) If you can find that sweater, fucking A. Oh man, that would be amazing actually to find that. So now he's sitting down trying to write and he's having a flashback. Vietnam flashbacks. Uh, to the war. And um, so earlier... Um, oh, actually, William Cat also released an album. No. No, he did not. Yes, he did. Uh, under the name Billy Cat, and it's called Secret Smiles. Oh, God. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Is it, like, jazz flute? I think it's... Like... I think it's poppy jazz, because I, I read a review that said that there is saxophone. In well, a... of course, it's the 80s. Yeah. There's gotta be. Secret yeah. Smiles? Yes. Like... What? I know, it doesn't make sense. Oh, it doesn't make sense. I know. We're all very That's confused. fucking kind of sad. Yeah. It's like I'm smiling at you, but it's secret. I don't want you to know. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> so this scene is actually kind of interesting because a lot of movies in the 80s that started, I guess, allowed the idea of PTSD to sort of come into right. the public psyche. Like A lot of Vietnam vets were obviously suffering from it, but... Uh, in the 80s especially, there was a lot of war movies, a lot of Vietnam movies that kind of reflected on that because it actually was actually recognized by the American Psychiatric Association as a disorder uh, with like nightmares, flashbacks, and that sort of thing. So it increased awareness and stuff like that. There was a lot of suicides and stuff like that, and and uh, it just sort of helped to allow people to talk about it a bit more, and, and that's even reflected sort of in movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw George Wendt. Let's talk about George Wendt. Who's been in 
everything. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he's... I only actually put two lines because I'm like, I hope you guys wrote all the things down that he's been in because been... oh yeah, everybody knows it... him from Cheers. Obviously, everyone yeah. knows him from Cheers. Second City, The Simpsons, Family Guy, Seinfeld, Frasier, Becker, Saturday Night Live. Whose line is it anyway? Like. Literally, the man's I been know. in fucking everything. He reminds me of... Um, oh, Jeff Garland. Mm. Yeah, definitely. He was also in Twilight Zone episodes, the one from mm-hmm. the 80s, uh, Tales from the Crypt. This is interesting. He's in the Ray Parker Jr. video for Ghostbusters. Is he? Yes, and he's also in the Michael Weird. Jackson video for Black or White. He huh. plays oh, Macaulay Culkin's dad. Huh. I and that. I actually totally forgot that John Landis directed that That's video. That's John Landis. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he also had his own TV show, and it was just called The George Went Show. It was only one season, and it was about two brothers that own a garage, and they hosted their own radio show in the garage. And um, he's also in this other movie that I just recently discovered that I need to watch, and it's called Space Truckers. (laughs) And I showed it to Morgan the other day, and I've never fucking heard of this movie, and I was like, why? Why haven't I heard of this movie? It's directed by Stuart Gordon. It has Dennis Hopper, uh, Stephen Dorff, Charles Dance, who is Tywin Lannister, and The Devil and the Golden Child, which is like one of my favorite 80s adventure movies, and Tim Lone, who is one of the White Walkers on Game of Thrones. Interesting. Yeah, it it looks interesting. I definitely want to watch it. There's lots of like futuristic looking robots yeah. and shit, the but it's like people in, zo- in suits. Crazy. And uh, but I also want to mention the Seinfeld episode that George Went is in because I love that we always make a Seinfeld <laughs> reference in like every fucking episode. Yeah, and it's the one here. where like George and Jerry like went to L.A. to find Kramer, and like they <laughs> go on the Tonight first. Show, and George is like talking to George Went, uh, and then like he talks about how he like met this crazy fat bald guy outside of the studio. You never know who you're going to meet, like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But, yeah, so he also does a lot of Comic-Cons. And uh, he went to the Niagara Falls Comic-Con last year. And you can actually buy a special event ticket to have beers with him. What? Yeah. And, like, a set-up, like, Cheers bar. That is fucking I know. I know. Um, And this is an interesting fact. He's Jason Sudeikis' uncle. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis' mother is George Wentz's sister. Wow, okay. Yeah. Let me see that guy. Oh, like the Ryan Reynolds looking fucking guy. Yeah, like the... Oh, he's funny! The poor man's Ryan Reynolds, though. Wait, so you're trying to tell me that this guy is his uncle? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, Yeah, he's uh, George Wentz is his uncle. Okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I thought that was pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I do love him. I that's think he's the thing, though, right? Like, it seems like all these, every movie, there's been, like, and then their mom and dad and their brother and sister. And, well, like, you know, when there, you're in the industry, you're in the industry. There is a yeah. lot of nepotism in Hollywood. You do have to understand it's that. It's who you know, just, right? Yeah, exactly. Who you know yeah. and, like, you know, if you're related to somebody, it's just only going to help you Yeah, for sure. More. Yeah, definitely. I sound like a fart. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I think uh, Harry Manfredini did the score. He yes, did, actually. And we know guy. him because of our Slaughter High episode. Oh, and all the Friday 13th movies. Well, yes, that too. But, like, we've yeah. talked about him because we did that episode before. Yeah. But, yeah, he's done tons and tons of stuff. Friday the 13th, Part 2, Swamp Thing. Friday the 13th, Part 3. 
the final chapter, The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, the beginning. he's definitely done, like, he's done a lot of scores. Slaughter High, which of course we did an episode on. The Second House, which I don't know, whatever. Jason oh. Lives. Deep Star Six, which is a movie. Oh, I, that's a great movie. I have never seen it, but I, it's Sean all, S. Cunningham. I need to see it. Yeah, it's really good. So that's another connection there. Uh, House Four, which I don't even know. Yeah, as you said, you were going to try and give the, the you want me to get You want me to get into it now? No bueno, eh? Okay. Oh. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get into the yeah, sequels. Okay, yeah, so there are sequels. Uh, that's a thing. Wow. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get into the sequels right now. I had never seen part three and four, and I was like, hey, I'm going to try to watch them before we record this episode. I didn't get to part four, but I have house two on VHS, and it's kind of like I blocked it out of my brain, and I was like, well, maybe I'll watch it again. Jesus fucking mm, I could Christ. never block that I, fucking I stupid can't. cowboy and his stupid like worm dog. One. Oh my god. My it's brain. a kid's it's movie. Garbage. It's a kid's movie. It's not Maybe a that's why movie. I like it because I saw it when I was a kid. So I yeah, associate no, I it. I yeah. heavily associate it with yeah, fun times. It's like PG. It's just a fucking kid's movie. And uh, it came out in 87, so the year after the first one. And uh, it has a 5.4 on IMDb, and it has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's so bad. I'm sorry, Megan. Like, it's terrible. Like, I actually, I couldn't even finish it, because I was like, I can't, I can't even watch this. Like, I feel uncomfortable watching That's it, because I was just like, it's like... <sighs> It's, yeah, like how I said, it's basically a kid's movie. Um, the uh, actors in it are uh, Lar Park Lincoln, who plays Tina in Friday 13th Part 7, mm-hmm. and Bill Maher is in it. Bill Maher? Yeah, what? Bill Maher, sorry. Are you, are yeah, you serious? Yeah, like, he plays, because Lar Park Lincoln um, Bill is Maher is like in a, that movie. Yeah, she's like a music uh, chief or something like that, like for a record label, and yeah. he's her her boss. And Does he like, have a large part, or is it smaller? Uh, yeah, no, it's a big part. Oh my he, god. Like, he's in the house, like, most of the time. Are it's, like, so random. Me? I know. I don't know why Bill Maher decided to do this movie. Like, I don't know either. Like, honestly. It's really weird. I, I watch Bill Maher's show, like, literally. Oh, when I was a kid, makes me, He makes you watch it every fucking day. It game. used to be on at midnight, like, or 11, like, every Friday night. Mm-hmm. And I used to always watch Politically Incorrect. And yeah. then when I forgot that he was in House 2 and I started watching it. And I was like, why is Bill Maher in wow. this? This is weird. Okay, now I need to revisit House 2. Oh, no. I and make, No, I need to make Ben watch it just so he can see where, yeah. where Bill Maher came from. Yeah. Like, the he doesn't do artist. anything like cheese in the movie but he's basically Lar Park Lincoln's uh, boss and they're trying mm-hmm. to like they're they're scouting for talent and uh, there's another couple that are staying in the house and um, uh, another uh, Cheers actor John uh, Ratzenberger is <laughs> in uh, part two and uh, Sean S. Cunningham also produced it and uh, Harry Manfredini also did the the score as well and uh, Kane Hodder does the stunts for all of the house movies and so oh, he reunited yeah with uh uh Lar Park Lincoln like because they were in the new blood together and this is fucking wild Ralph Macchio wrote 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 a comic book based on the movie and it was released by Marvel what I don't know you know why. what though I feel like it would translate better in comic I feel oh, like yeah. oh absolutely way better yeah maybe mm-hmm. that's why he did it but it's like it would but be Ralph Macchio I know like the karate kid was like I'm gonna write this comic. What the fuck? So How to do? Random. How to do? do you I don't know. Stats? I have no idea. Cause I see, I see it as being like a very almost like Tales from the Crypt 
comic, right? Like, like yeah. a funny, because they're always funny and silly and gory. Yeah. Yeah. However, like, there's, there's like no a weird twist at the end, but it, do, it doesn't translate. I see how, what you you're know saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sometimes that saying. shit, because yeah. even watching some of those episodes, right? When you're watching yeah. Tales from the Crypt episodes, you're like, oh, that was a bad episode. However, if you were reading it, yeah. In a comic. I don't know. Maybe. Even like. Maybe. But maybe. even the story, like I didn't fucking care for it because it was like, it has nothing to do with the first one. And it's uh like this old, this grandpa that they dig up and he's yeah. like this fucking prospector. Yeah. He's like this prospector <laughs> and it's Halloween and they have a Halloween party. So he decides to like come out of hiding from the basement and party with people because it's Halloween. So people don't notice that and he's like dead and it? decaying and shit. Yeah. And it's like that fucking little caterpillar dog. That thing is so weird. That thing is so annoying. It reminds me of the singing mushroom oh, intro. From Troll. It has yeah. the same fucking face. Yeah. I just like, I fuck? hate it. I hate it. I I was I was like watching it. And I was by myself and I felt weird watching it. Like I was just like I can't even do this. I can't. I, I watched. I like, do like the uh, name though. Like house two. The second, the second story, story. The second like play oh, on words, because it's a house. Well, that's like it's isn't the, the Sharknado story. sequels like that too? Like the second one is called the second one. Oh my god, some shit like that. Well, so that's cool. like on my list of like funny movies is Feast, and Feast Two is Sloppy Seconds. Oh, which oh, is that's like hilarious. Good. That's good. I do yeah. enjoy that. Like yeah, it. but the house in the first one is an estate in California, but the house in Part Two is the same house that they used in Thirteen Ghosts. The one with fucking Matthew shit. Lillard. I love that movie. Yeah, so that is a good movie. Much. That's a good one. We want to talk about good '90s horror. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, so House Three. Here we go. <laughs> I tried to watch it. Um, it's a completely different movie. Uh, it has actually nothing to do with the series whatsoever. It was actually originally called the horror show, but because of new distributors, they decided to make it house three i guess like to just make it part of the series even though it had nothing to do with the first two whatsoever so that one came out in 89 and it has a 4.9 on imdb and also has a zero percent on rotten tomatoes but i actually didn't mind watching it uh, Lance Henriksen is in it. He's oh, the yeah. main guy. Brian Love James, him. who is like the first replicant in Blade Runner that yep. gets killed. Like mm-hmm. he's got a very creepy face. Yeah. For and sure. get this. Um, Brian James actually stated that out of all the roles that he had in his career, his favorite one was the one in House 3. Sick. It's like, motherfucker, you were in Blade Runner. Like, one of the best movies ever made. Like, are you serious? Wow. I don't know. Maybe there was a lot of, like, the working conditions on Blade Runner were, like, very stressful. Who maybe, knows? yeah. But I was like, wow. wow. Um, it's like, I don't know, Lance Henriksen is a cop, and um, Brian James is a convicted felon, and he gets electrocuted and killed, and his ghost comes back to haunt Lance Henriksen and his family. And it's like, so around the same time, shocker, prison. Yeah, it's almost yeah. exactly and, the like, same, Destroyer, same shocker, like all yeah. those like electrocution, ghost haunting movies that like, came out around the same time, and like it actually had the original director on the movie was David Blythe, and he was fired halfway through. <laughs> I don't know why. I kind of want to know why. And he was replaced with James Isaac, who also directed Jason X and did the special effects for Gremlins and House Two. 
That's so that's cool, man. interesting. But yeah, yeah, it has like nothing to do at all with the series whatsoever. It's a completely it's, different movie. It's really killing me right now because I feel like an episode, not like a more recent episode, we we were talking about sequels where we're like, why they put that name on it? Like, yeah. I feel like we've talked about it before it's where for, there have been sequels where we're like, honestly it for marketing. Mm-hmm. It. It's like for marketing and the distributors like think they make good ideas, but it's like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I you're actually, not. I have a crazy amount of stuff about that afterwards, but we'll get to House Four, and then I'll I'm gonna get into some okay. crazy. Okay, so shit I about I'm that. sorry, I uh, did not get to watching House Four. I will still watch it though, the just because. But yeah, it's called the Repossession. <laughs> well, because it was actually supposed to be called House Three because it was supposed to be the one after uh, part two, but then because when the distributors changed the horror show to House Three, they were forced to. to call it house four so this one actually i do want to watch it because i do love bad 90s movies and this one came out in 92 and um this one has an a score of uh 3.6 on imdb no score on rotten tomatoes but william cat comes back to play roger cobb isn't that weird in part four so that's why i actually really do want to watch it still and um this is interesting the inside of the house four is also the same house that they use for people under the stairs. Oh, that's a sweet house. And yeah. I need to rewatch that movie because I actually barely remember it. And, it's a crazy um, movie. Yeah, and it's the only movie in the series that has a tie to the first one. Um, because so, of Roger Cobb. Because and, right, and like, yeah, house. because it's more of a sequel to Part One, and it's actually the only one in the entire series that has blood in it. Oh shit! Interesting. Yeah, I just wish that Part Two was never made. <laughs> Um, and a part three is just like a different movie to me and it's a good one. And then just like part four, I, I do need to watch it now. I am yeah. like, well, yeah, because it kind of ties it, it back together and it should maybe have been the second one. Yeah. But in going back to the idea and the topic of companies and industry, just sort of like renaming stuff and all that. So a while back, I actually came upon a bloody disgusting article that was about unofficial Italian sequels. And how the horror industry there just kind of slaps a name on a movie and it's considered a sequel. Um, the article's mainly about Evil Dead, which is called La Casa in Italian. But mm-hmm. there's actually a few house unofficial sequels that are sort of tied up in that same mix. Oh. So I wanted to bring that up. Okay. So of the Evil Dead ones is Ghost House, which... That sounds familiar. Yes. I think uh, I've seen the cover yeah, or something. A lot of these are familiar. Um, so, Ghost House from 1988, which is a.k.a. La Casa 3, House 3, and also Evil Dead 3. Actually, sorry, I was thinking Ghost Story. No, yeah. That's another kind of kids, like, movie. Yeah. That's a good one. So, Ghost House, I don't know, it, like, it kind of looked familiar to me. Um, so La I'm Casa- sorry, I have to interrupt again. No, I was wrong, it's Ghost Chase. Uh, <laughs> Ghost, Ghost Chase? Ghost Chase Ghost is story like, this little old, old, weird-looking grandpa ghost that comes out of a grandfather clock. Oh. Yeah. Is it a cartoon or a movie? No, it's a movie. Is it like like, Ghost Dad? Uh, Oh, with Bill Cosby? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's actually better. Okay, good. Because that movie is fucking weird. (sighs) Yeah. All right, so... (laughs) (laughs) Ghost House is Evil Dead 3. Witchery in 1988 with David Hasselhoff and Linda Blair. I guess I've seen that. It's okay. Is La Casa 4, Evil Dead 4. Which is also called Witchcraft, which is also called Evil Encounters. Dear God. Mm. Beyond Darkness from 1990 is La Casa 5, Evil Dead 5, also House 5. (laughs) (laughs) And Horror House. Brace yourselves. Okay. So, as you might have noticed, one of uh, Beyond Darkness's AKAs was House 5. This is where things get really confusing. 
Um, the sequel to Sean Cunningham's shocky haunted house horror film House was released in Italy, but because the La Casa series did so well, producers figured why not just slap the and six on it and then released it as another unrelated sequel. So then when House 3, the horror show, came out, they released it as La Casa 7. Whoa. Technically, if you want unofficial sequels in Italy, there's also House 5, House 6, and House 7. Interesting. Oh my god. And they have nothing to do with them. Like Witchery, the one with David Hasselhoff and fucking Linda Blair. Yeah. That shit looks ridiculous. We watched it, I think, yeah. together. Because, uh, yeah, I remember watching it under the different title. Oh, uh, well, this is actually kind of interesting um, thing about House. Um, we haven't seen her yet, but the female uh, lady, Sandy, in it um, is uh, actually like Glenn Close and Sigourney Weaver were considered for that role. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were probably only considered by the people making it and not considered by them because at this point, their careers were like, Banging, banging. <laughs> yeah, so they probably considered them in their minds, but those women were probably like, "No, I'm sorry, I can't lower myself to these standards." Well, the uh, do you guys remember or have ever seen this online? But uh, there is like a crazy, really cool VHS, like limited, very limited release of this movie, and the VHS like box is in the shape of the house. What? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's I like one that. of those like VHS gems out there in the world. Yeah, it has battery operated lights mm. and it's it's really rare. Like it goes for like $500 US on eBay. Oh my god. I mean, it's no Tales from the Quad Dead Zone. No. Like that movie is worth like $700. Like it's insane. I really hope that someone out there listening is like, I have that. Yeah, and Tales from the Quad Dead Zone. Either one or like this oh, limited edition. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, fuck, dude. Yeah, it's People really don't know rare. that they're sitting on gold mines a lot of the time. Oh, fuck, I know. I always loved the VHS packaging when they did that. Like, they did yeah. like the light the up big eyes. Box. The Dead Pit one. Yeah, that, and yeah, Frankenhooker. There's the Frankenhooker one where you push the button and she talks. Oh, that's cool. That's fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, there's a bunch of really cool I VHS really like things like that. Yeah, same here. Um, so this is the woman in uh, the movie Sandy. Uh, her real name is Kate. Ah! And then she turns into like the fat, the fat monster lady with the giant She's droopy boobs. Pretty sexy. I know. I fucking love this character. Um, but yeah, that woman, uh, Kay Lenz, <laughs> used to be married to David Cassidy. Oh, of course. I was like, whoa. Look at her. She's that's like neat. Perfect, like Hollywood. Farrah Fawcett hair. She does have the Farrah Fawcett look to her. Yeah. Like, like almost identical. Yeah. And she was also in a House episode, like that TV show mm -hmm. House. Yeah. Um, she's also in American Graffiti, which I sadly have never seen. Have you guys seen American Graffiti? Um, I think I have. What year is it? Uh, it's 70s. Yeah, it's oh, like, it? it takes place oh. in the 50s. It was like a huge deal. I've never seen it, hmm. but I've heard good things about it. Well, she had her like big breakout role in a movie called Breezy, and she's the main character, and it's like a romantic movie, and it's directed by Clint Eastwood. Oh, That's he's cool. such a good director. Yeah, oh and God. she was also in a Rod Stewart video. Uh, yeah. 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 Obviously. yeah, she's so hot. Yeah, yeah she is. Well, now she's dead. <laughs> I like her, the noise, the noises that she makes. <sighs> Bah. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> That's funny. We actually haven't talked about Richard Mole lately. Yeah, lately. I know. Big, uh, lately, <laughs> ever. Well, we we More like ever. ever. <laughs> mentioned him. Uh, so yeah, Richard Mole. He plays Big Ben. I love that character so much. I love the makeup that they did oh, on him. When when he comes through the front door. Yeah. And he's like it. It is 
the most terrifying scene and probably the mo- most indelible, I think, in my mind as a child. Yeah. Like, that shit, all the other stuff was kind of, like, silly. That shit was Yeah, like, the fucking, the fish, the singing fish yeah. stuff, like, flapping on the wall. Yeah. I'd shoot that. That shit, that <laughs> shit was fucking that. scary, though, when he's, like... Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, obviously, everybody knows him as Bull from Night Court. Yep. And uh, he's fucking 6'8". That's absurd. That's tall. That's, that's, that's too, too much. tall. Nope, that's too tall. Same height as Pete Steele. I was going to say, that's Pete Steele tall. Yeah. Yeah, they, Pete Steele was 6'8". Yeah. Megan is just like, ugh. I'm thinking about seen, the Playgirl I've picture. Just seen <laughs> so, I don't know why he's just been, like, flooding my Instagram search probably you know what? because of he's us been flooding, <laughs> he's been flooding our thoughts lately God. too like yeah, obviously right. to typo negative a lot and like um like recently on our trips to toronto and like just i've been searching him i looked i was looking up the fucking playgirl shoot like i need i was like but i need like, to see that dick again when you yeah. guys were listening to typo i was listening to like god fucking knows what like uh, any example any fucking you know what's that Back girl band boys. what's that girl band <laughs> destiny's child like mm. and and for some reason so I, I don't have that nostalgia like i didn't know him when he was alive yeah i knew him after he passed away but like i can't oh, stop man, i fucking thinking love typo yeah. negative man i you know was what? It's weird. my taste in men has changed a lot he's yeah. now he's he's now he now fits into my taste of men he's now, not right? yeah like i was gonna say like i don't I find him attractive younger, whatsoever i don't know <laughs> i don't think like i look at him and i don't think i don't know there's something about him though that like he's sexy there's yes. something about him that's sexy and i never used to think that he's like frankenstein with long hair yeah but and like but, like, just to look at his face, you'd be like, nah, that's not, like, a good-looking guy. No, but because of everything about him, that's there's it. something something super sexy about it. And I totally agree with that. And like, who it's, doesn't it's love a, a man different. with long hair, though? Yeah. Who doesn't love a man with long like, hair? Like, could you I imagine, mean, like, a fucking guy that's, like, seven feet tall just, like, picking you up? No! Like, Stop it! Fuck off! <laughs> yeah, I never found him sexy at all. You I know, find you know I didn't either until recently, and that's I was what like, I'm saying. oh my god. Like, it's the confidence the and the fact that he didn't, his, uh, he didn't give a shit. And we haven't, we didn't get to, like, like Robert Plant is my sex god. Mm. However, Google Robert Plant now. A barf. Oh yeah, right. So he never, he never morphed into an old nasty man. He died when no. he was hot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's got that Jim Morrison thing, even though Jim Morrison was nasty when he died, but he's got that whole, like I died totally. before I fucking Yeah. Before flopped. he became ancient. Yeah. I never, I actually never met Pete Steele. Um, but I, you saw his head. I saw okay. <laughs> Ooh, girl. I his dick head. Oh. I wish. Um, no, my, my story is pretty like innocuous. It was like, I was on OzFest, and it was in the, the New Jersey show, and I was sitting in the back lounge of a bus, and you know, if you've been near a tour bus or near bands, you know that tour buses are very fucking tall. Like Yeah, 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 they're huge. Yeah, the back window was open, and it was just like, I was just chilling in the back lounge, and all of a sudden, this like fucking thing whizzes by the fucking window, and I was like what the fuck was that? And I stick my head out and Peter Steele is walking down in between the buses and it's like he's so tall that his head went by the fucking window of a tour bus. And I was like, holy shit! When are they gonna make a Pete Steele statue in Brooklyn? That's what, that's what the world needs is a Pete. There's a Freddie Mercury statue. There's one spot statue. There should be there's a fucking Phil Linet from mm-hmm. um, Thin Lizzy. There's a Selena statue in Corpus Christi. Selena. There needs to be a, fe- uh, a Pete Steele statue in Brooklyn. There Agreed. needs to be. Yeah. Agreed. It's done. Yep. And it's it needs, been decided. And it needs to be to scale. 
Yeah. And they need to fucking, like, in his, like, tight jeans, they need to fucking, like, have that fucking eggplant just coming down his leg. I was gonna say, there's gotta be something to do with his dick, though. Immortalized in bronze. You know who else was hot? And we're, like, super digressing from this film right now. That's fine. What is the name of the lead singer for Skid Row? Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach. Yeah, he used to be. Not anymore. That even like when he was a Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, Sebastian Bach was in fucking Gilmore Girls, man. Hilarious. Oh, she's Hello. looking it up. She's looking it up. Hello. Yeah. Shit. No, but Sebastian Bach was definitely like in his prime. Oh my god, he was really fucking hot back then. As if he was in. The yeah, girls. yeah, he's like a main character in Gilmore Girls. Now he's I in refuse. the band, like with the. Uh, yes, Ew, I've seen he's Gilmore nasty. Girls. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know he's what? Like, he, was he was beautiful. Like, look at that. Yeah, I know. He was pretty. I know, hot back but then. look at look at him. He was so. Beautiful. No, he was gorgeous. He was. He was, like, he was beautiful. Yeah, he looks like. I'm, he he looks like a female witch. He literally looks yeah. like he stirs a cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Gross. <laughs> well, earlier um, we saw an X Files actor, uh, Stephen Williams, who plays uh, like Mister X or whatever yeah. on X Files, plays the cop in House that I did not know. I always see him all the time, and I'm just like, I just yeah, immediately I recognize that think guy, of X-Files. but who's that guy? Yeah. X Files. Let's go back to Richard Mole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We started talking about Pete Steele. I know, I know, like, oh, the same yeah, height. So yeah, so rest in peace, Pete Steele. We fucking love you. And uh, <laughs> our friend actually has the Playgirl, which is incredible. Dana, our friend Dana oh, has she it. Would. And she would. Um, so yeah, Richard Mole because he has a very distinguished voice. He's also a voice actor. Does a lot. Of voice acting. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in one of my favorite uh, 80s horror movies, Evil Speak. Yes, I was going to say. I love that movie with Clint Howard, where like Satan like gets conjured up through the computer. And uh, he's also in, uh, an, like actually like most of, not most, but a lot of my favorite 80s horror movies. One is The Dungeon Master. Yes. And me and Morgan watch that movie, and uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy it. And uh, Night Train to Terror, yeah, I fucking love one. that movie. I've been trying to like schedule that movie for a podcast episode because it's fucking fantastic. And um, he's also in an episode of that show that I'm like dying to find called Monsters. I believe we talked about it in yep. the last episode. Mm-hmm. It's that anthology show that's like right. Tales from the Crypt, but it's all creatures, like it's Love all that. monsters. That's cool. And uh, he's also in a terrible uh, Chuck Norris movie, uh, Sidekicks. Yeah. And I've seen that many times because I had the biggest crush on Jonathan Brown. Okay, I gotta say, up. I think, okay. I'm pretty sure we mention Sidekicks like every episode. Really? Jonathan Brandis comes up more often than Rob Lowe. Oh, weird. Which you, actually... Can we change that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where does Rob Lowe fit into any of this? I know. Let's, like, figure it we out. We have to start at six degrees of separation for Rob Lowe. Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah, Rob Lowe, sure. no, I think he's our fucking podcast boyfriend now. Yeah. Well, because it used to be George Kennedy and Drew Gulliver. <laughs> and, and then it was your boyfriend. Which one? The Dearly Departed. Are you who? Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton yeah, was yeah. a big thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we're, now we're on the Rob Lowe train. Yeah, Let's just but do Rob it. Lowe is just Let's fucking beautiful. Yeah, he is. Okay, and He's a the gorgeous, other day man. Uh, when we recorded, you were talking about the uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Rob Lowe like photo <laughs> together, and I like I made it my mission one morning for like an entire hour to peruse Instagram trying to find this fucking photo. I couldn't find it. No, oh. you couldn't find them together. No. Oh, girl, I, sh- I should have... 
Because I'm like Screen picturing some like sweaty, sexy shit. No, they yeah. weren't sweaty. No. What are they doing? Then? They were just sitting together with their fucking uh, blazers on. Dry bullshit. With their, <laughs> with their blazers. With their V-cut fucking low yeah. cardigan sweater That's things. funny. Well. Well. Back to Richard Mole. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is fucking. Oh my god. I know. Um, so Richard Mole uh, was also in Jingle All the Way with Arnold. <laughs> Those are my cookies. And he's also in Scary Movie 2. He's okay. like yep. the ghost in Scary Movie 2. Yeah. Oh, Scary Movie. Yeah. Right. Yep. And that's all I have on him. Um, he's on, he's actually in The Sword and Sorcerer as well, which oh, really? is the movie that we were like, we oh, need yeah. to watch that. It's like the super fantastic. 80s, like barbarian ass fucking yeah. movie, like fantasy shit. He's in that movie as well. Um, that's 1982. Albert Pune. He fucking directed The Sword of the Sorcerer. Yeah, well, then there you go. And fucking Richard Mole is I'm going to make too. it, like, yeah, I, I have an Excel spreadsheet on my MacBook that's, like, all Nick Cage's movies. And I think I have to start a new one that's all Albert Pune movies. Oh, my God. I need well, to see, watch all thing, of them. Though, about Albert Pune is that we're going to get to a point where the movies that are so bad... That you actually can't find them fucking online at all. It's like yeah, they exist in like to. a ratty ass VHS copy. Like we were already trying to find Mandroid and Dollman. Mandroid. Yeah. Like just to stream it. It's not even on YouTube. Yeah. So you have to like go and fucking buy it. I Luckily, bought. I bought them on yeah. Amazon today. They're all, today. Yes. Today. today. And she primed yeah. that. She primed that shit so it was coming by Friday. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I need. She primed it, it up. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. I need. I need Dollman in my life. So I fucking bought it today on Amazon, and I was like, Prime two days. That's right. <laughs> oh my god. What, like so ridiculous. I'm so excited to fucking watch it. But it gets. It's gonna get really bad. Like eventually, we're, like we're gonna run out of great movies, and then oh, we're man. just gonna have to. <laughs> C'est impossible. <laughs> <laughs> because all the bad is great for us. And yeah. all the good is good too. That's yeah, right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Richard Mole was actually uh, nominated for a Saturn Award for this fucking movie oh. uh, in 1987, as well as Kay Lenz. You don't hear about um, them Saturns anymore, do you? I don't know. Do they give out? Do they do that anymore? Apparently, also, director Steve Meyer yeah. won a Critics' Choice Award for this film and oh, was yeah, nominated for an International Fantasy Film Award, which is probably some fucking German thing. That just sounds like something the Germans would do. The Saturn Awards are still happening. It's uh, like it's a sci-fi, sci-fi and award. fantasy, yeah. Yeah. But that's really cool. So they were nominated. I don't know who they lost to that year in 1987. Probably something real great. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of real great been. stuff. What? What going on? What? Yeah, like what was great in sci-fi in and horror in 1987? <laughs> okay, oh, do you know what that reminds me Does anyone out Let's there? See. Who won? Who won? Let's click. Let's see. Robocop. Obviously. Best Science Fiction, Princess Bride. Obviously. obviously. Lost, Lost Boys. Boys obviously. These are all obvious. Oh, Near Dark was nominated. These are all obvious. Yeah. What's Kirk, the one at Kirk the, Cameron. What's the one at the bottom? Puh. Oh, Pumpkinhead. I can't see. Uh, the Running Man. Uh, we have Jessica Tandy for Batteries Not Included. As I Best remember Actress. that movie. Jack Nicholson for The Witches of Eastwick. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Kirk Cameron. Fuck. He can fuck off. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck, fuck off. that guy. Oh, Bill Paxton as Severin actually got a Best Supporting. Well, he didn't fucking win, but he was nominated. Yeah. Uh, the Running Man. Richard Dawson won. I know. What the fuck? This is really fun. What else we got? Uh, Near Dark was very popular that year. It was. What's the hidden? 
I love the hidden Kyle McLaughlin. It's awesome. It's great. It's just about this like alien entity that's like this like it's not an entity. Sorry, it's like this like parasite, and it's like a worm, and it enters like uh, humans to like for having a host. Um, and Kyle McLaughlin like is like a special thing. cop that deals with aliens, and he has this like special gun. It's so awesome. body snatchers and X Files, yeah, like, all come into one. It's okay, actually okay. awesome. I fucking love the hidden. I just right, watched cool. it again recently. There's a sequel, but it's not as good. Right. Yeah, it's a great one. Also, we're at the part in the house when the, the fat woman's hand, like, like just keeps, like, I know, I love that. I love that hand. Nope, it's so fat. Happen. And, like, how right it now. flushes down the toilet. Oh, man. That would clog your toilet. Oh, shit. What happened? I tried to flush a plum once. That shit wouldn't go down. Like, yeah. my corpse hand would go down. Why are you flushing plums? I don't know, because my mom gave me a plum in my lunch. You didn't want to tell her like, that you didn't want to eat it. that yeah, shit. Yeah, so yeah, I tried yeah, to flush yeah. it, and then it exploded. <laughs> why didn't you just throw it in the garbage? I don't know. Because <laughs> I was like... Well, that's why she beat the evidence. That's why she beat you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, Arrow released two different sets on Blu-ray. It's really weird. They they released a box set that is just the first two in North America, and then they released one that's all four movies, but only in the UK. That's weird. Like, I don't know why it's not available here, but that's the one that I want, because, like, I actually do really want to watch part four. Yeah. And I enjoyed part three. I just fell asleep. <laughs> part four is on YouTube, though. But I know that I understand the idea that you, like, want to actually, like, buy it but maybe it's just licensing shit or maybe it's just, just yeah but sometimes it's like i like watching it on blu-ray like oh, just for sure for like the quality alone yeah well there's uh like sad. a very large team of special effects artists that worked on all the creatures in, oh, yeah. in-house like they actually worked on them for like three and a half months or something and like the list of the special effects artists are just like absurd like there's so many people that worked on all the the monsters and the creatures and stuff P.S. That couch that uh, he's sitting on. I know is, it's uh, fucking, fucking ignorant. Oh my god, I'm crying tears of blood right now. Yeah, over that fucking couch. Um, I I think I read somewhere that the closet monster, like really giant one, was operated by like 15 different men. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah the the war demon. It's apparently 18 feet, and was operated by 15 different people. Crazy. Sweet. Uh, there's, like, a short documentary about this movie, right? Well, there was a short one that was, I think, a special features at one point, but, uh, Ding Dong, You're Dead, The Making of House. I fucking love that tagline! It's so good, it's It's brilliant. I love Um, it. Oh, my God. Uh, The Making of came out in March of 2017, and it's a 66-minute documentary that takes a look at The Making of House and Sean S. Cunningham. Uh, Steve Miner, Fred Decker, William Catt, George Went, and Kay Lenz, and Harry Manfredini, <laughs> and Kane Hodder are all in it, and they nice. all do interviews and talk about, you know, their experiences, as well as special effects crew people and everything like that. They're all interviewed. Apparently, it does a great job at covering everything from the pre-production through the release of the film. Uh, there's some good stories, including, like, how the film ended up getting made. And the original idea is probably going back to uh, Fred Decker and his original idea with the... Yeah, how um, it's like, supposed to be just a horror yeah, and like, not a comedy at totally. all. Totally. Um, like casting stuff and shooting and then the release and, uh, and whatnot. So uh, I actually was trying to find it online and I couldn't. Um, but IMDb does have the link for it. So 
it does exist. I'm not sure where you could get it. Maybe if they finally release like the Blu-ray box set of all four movies in North America, that would be cool if it was included. Yeah, yeah, because like the there's like a small making of that was like 12 minutes long that I found on YouTube. And that was just like a few older interviews and stuff, but this like seems like it's like an in-depth sort of look at it. So mm-hmm. maybe it will be some reissue thing or something like that but it said it came out in march of 2017 so it is out there i'm not sure if there are like dvd copies or whatever but i'm sure it would be really cool to find if you could yeah that'd be awesome um so i remember watching this when i was younger and the part where it's like those goblin creature guys that are like trying to like steal the kid from the fireplace i always like I used to always, like, think to myself, like, just let them take him. Yeah. Like, he's annoying anyways. Like, he fucking fucks shit up for him so badly that it's like, he's such a nuisance. It's like, just fucking let the monsters eat him. Yeah, and the kid's just laughing the whole fucking time. Yeah. He's like, hey, this is so funny. Yeah, you look at him. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Fuck you. Stupid, ignorant fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wrong. Yeah, fuck he's you. just, like... He's just, he's causing too much trouble for Can you Mr. tell Robert none of us Todd. have kids? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is fucking kid? You got to feed him and clean him up and shit? I'm a fucking asshole. I know. Dicks. Dicks. He's got a mullet. He's got a baby mullet. Baby mullet. That's a baby mullet. Well, we are going to talk about horror comedies. <laughs> and I think that we've only talked about horror comedies like once before. I think so. Yeah, so I'm sure there's like some updates in our list and everything. So I'm sure we have like some similar ones. This is my um, bread and butter, man, because horror yeah, movies scare me. So yeah, like this you is like, my list is yeah. fucking from I here do, to I do too. enjoy uh, the comedic ones as well. They're not my favorites, but I uh, there are a lot of really fucking good ones, and these are the ones that I'm going to mention. So when I think horror comedy, right right off the bat, the immediate movie that I think of is Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to horror comedy, like I think like they were it was they they were the first ones that I ever saw. Yep. And I know that there was like when you you know like go back to the early days like there's all the Albert and Costello um, Mel Brooks like mm-hmm. movies and stuff but to me personally like when we get more specific to like <laughs> horror like actual horror comedy yeah Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness stick out the most for uh, me it's like slapstick Army yeah. of Darkness yeah. I mean people say like in the trilogy right that Army of Darkness doesn't really fit or doesn't you know because Evil Dead 1 and 2 are set in the cabin. Yeah, and they're stuff. scary. And the first and Evil Dead is actually supposed it's to be scary. serious. And yeah, then they yeah, embrace yeah. the fact that people didn't take it seriously. Yeah. And then they went with it for the So second. the third one yeah. is, like you said, slapstick. The third one is in-your-face yeah. comedy. Yeah. It's great. I, I fucking movie. love it. Oh, I love the part where they get the books. Oh, yeah. God. And like the part where the and, army no. uh, yeah. skeleton guys yeah. and the guy's like, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. And the show is brilliant. Evil Ash versus Evil Dead. It's so good. Like it's actually like a lot better than what I expected. Like, I don't even know what I expected, but I was just like mind blown. Like it's well, it's amazing. You could even you can even like talk about I mean man with the screaming brain. Yeah. Like you can talk um Bubba Hotep. Like yeah, most yeah. of Bruce Campbell's shit is just All fucking yeah, hilarious. I know. Yeah, it's so funny. Like even like there's one scene in Ash versus Evil Dead um season two. I think I made you watch it where he is like 
there's a body and uh, it's obviously a zombie, but the sternum is like cut open. And uh, <laughs> like, remember when he like, it's, he gets his head forced into the butthole and then he's like in the, oh, yeah. this, the zombie, uh, like in the dead body. And like his face is like actually like tearing through the stomach and he's like inside of the fucking butthole and Bruce Campbell's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> like who fucking thinks of that shit? It's brilliant. I love it. Um, and um, so a uh, huge, huge shout out to Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, that movie right. is right. so fucking funny. It's hilarious. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Mm. I am a big Joss Whedon fan, That's and like I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, Gremlins Two. Good one. Gremlins Two is so bah, like bah, over the bah, top. Bah, bah, bah. Funny. Is it really horror though? I, I, I consider it yeah. like, like yeah. I feel like I feel like with this, I had a really hard time and my list is very narrow because I feel like the line of horror comedy is like so it's like super it's super thin. Well, well here, like, Army of Darkness, there's, it, it, yeah, is no, that but, really a horror, right? Like well, Gremlins and Army, they both have blood. I they would both say have because blood. it's part of that trilogy, yes. I wouldn't consider it as a standalone film, a horror movie. Right. But because it's, you know, it, it follows, it follows yeah. Evil right. Dead and then yeah, Evil yeah, Dead yeah. 2. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, I did have a hard time because I, I feel like, for me, like, my definition of that might, I mean, obviously, everybody's definition is going to be different. So mm-hmm. mine, mine is a little different. Well, I feel like when it comes to horror comedies, there is like two definitions in my mind. And one is movies like House and like Tucker and Dale versus Evil are like written, to, meant to be comedic. But then there's the ones that were like society. That like, I mean, was that actually like meant to be funny? Or it was know. just like Brian Usna decided to like make this like fucking weird movie and then it's considered funny to people, but he didn't think that, you know, that's what he meant. And well, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I mean, Terrorvision is yeah. hilarious. It's yeah, I know, and that's obviously. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. was meant to be comedic. But it's I like right. a I lot of the right. yeah, yeah, like a lot of the movies on my list where I was just like, well, like, did Peter Jackson? Did he mean Bad Taste and Dead Alive to be funny, yeah. or like, did he just make whatever he wanted to make, and then it's just up to the audience to mm-hmm. you know, like, you know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I think it obviously was meant to be funny, like a fucking priest that's like, oh, I kick ass for the Lord. Yeah, you know? like, that's hilarious. Um, But yeah, like Return of the Living Dead, I think is like funny in its own way because I think of the acting as well because he's just like yeah, my yeah like spicy. I would say that one much like you said like Evil Dead when that's the first thing you think of like Dead Alive that's the first one that I think of because yeah. of the one liners yeah because of like the how, fucking, how ridiculous it is the lines and the delivery and like just like some of the absurd situations like the fucking baby and shit yeah like, I know like your mom ate my dog yeah it's, <laughs> it's meant it's meant to be fucking it's funny bad. so that one to me is like the pinnacle dead alive is the pinnacle yeah of for sure comedy because it's um, so fucking gory well definitely so much blood uh 
the ones that were like meant to be funny, the the Ghoulies and Basket Case sequels. Yeah, because like, like those are movies like that. I could go on forever. Mm-hmm. Like Ghoulies, like stuff like that. I mean, a lot. Well, of Well, but the first one, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, I mean, see, that was obviously you like, can really go on forever with those. That yeah. Genre. yeah. Well, the Ghoulies, like okay, the first Ghoulies, it's just like Evil Dead. Like the first Evil Dead was meant to be scary. Yeah. And the first Ghoulies is as well. The first Basket Case is deranged. Yeah. But the Ghoulies. Uh, and Basket Case sequels are like our horror comedy yeah. for sure. Right. Like especially the one where Ghoulies goes to college. Yeah. Oh my god! You're like you know what I mean? Like it's off. just like yeah, those are comedic and like it's also like the music too. Like when they add that like music in the horror movies, it's like hey, that's like obviously not taken seriously whatsoever. And obviously anything trauma. Oh well, yeah. yeah so That's like every trauma as like a whole are like horror comedy combined, and like my favorite ones are Killer Condom and Rabid Grannies. Ah. Killer Condom is so fucking funny; it's ridiculous. And Rabid Grannies, oh my god, that movie's amazing. Do you guys remember the movie Dead and Breakfast? No. Okay, it's actually pretty good. It's like a play on words, like bed and breakfast, yeah. and it's yeah. got it's got like a couple songs in it too. Oh. But it's really, it's actually really, really gory though. It's I like love songs. very gory. Yeah, yeah. I, there's one song where I'm they're sorry. like talking about coming to kill you, and he's like, "We're coming to kill you. We're coming to kill you. Coming to kill you." <laughs> um, I can't do songs. I'm well, sorry. it depends for me. Like, I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. I can watch and sing along. Oh that yeah, and no, like but that's that's different. Like, in, like. It depends on the context. Like that's yeah, no, like, that's, like a, that's like a movie that was based a on musical. Play. Yeah, yeah. Um, like in Family Guy when they bust into song now and then and you're like come on yeah, yeah. I agree yeah. I, I cringe a little for sure yeah. I have to be in the mood to watch a musical but this one is not a musical they just they have a couple there's songs there's just a weird song um, in the but it's really and gory like, and it's funny it's hilarious um, remember Black Sheep yeah come on I love that fucking tell me movie. you have Rubber on there then uh, if yes, you're gonna mention yeah. Black Sheep you have yeah. to mention yeah. Rubber, rubber, rubber was I actually, funny, actually I don't really remember Rubber but I remember like when I watched it I was like surprised at how funny it, it was it actually like, was pretty was, good like, it's like the tire has a fucking personality. How I know. the fuck did they do that? I think and they hilarious. made a whole like hour and a half film out of it. I know, out of a I know. goddamn rolling Yeah, tire. it was good. Yeah. And uh, Grabbers. Did you ever watch Grabbers? No. It's an Irish movie about this like alien kind of tentacle like monster. And it uh, kills sober people so if you want to survive you have to be drunk love it yeah so they're all like in this like it's in ireland a very like desolate bar and they all have to get wasted to like defeat this monster and but because they're all drunk they like can't coordinate (laughs) their bodies and shit like it's actually really really funny and um slither yeah yeah obviously like uh, James Gunn, Slither is so fucking funny, and uh, Deathgasm. Yeah, I loved one. Deathgasm, like the dildo fight. That's a good one. That shit was hilarious, and uh, the Dead Snow movies. Oh, I love Dead Snow. Yeah, oh, she that's... hasn't. Morgan hasn't seen part two. I haven't seen the second oh. one. It's oh. like a million one. times oh, okay. better yeah. than the first one because they had a bigger budget, oh. so it's hilarious. And uh, the Final Girls was like one of my like favorite releases from last year. Okay. It was a uh, written in, uh, by uh, Joshua John mm-hmm. Miller from Near Dark and uh, obviously uh, What We Do in the Shadows. That's a good one but it's not really but horror it's not, it's, but it's still fucking uh, great. I know I was going to so say like funny but for sure I'm going to have like I'm going to end my list with like the most pinnacle important horror comedy I think for sure Shaun of the Dead. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead I think is like 
It's 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 like the number one. Totes forgot. Mm. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's flawless. That movie is flawless. It is a really fucking good movie. Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. I'll mm. never get sick of watching that movie. I even like the other ones, like Hot Fuzz and uh, World's End. World's End. Oh, love World's End. Yeah, but love, Shaun love, of the Dead. It. Yeah, when I think like horror comedy, um, the, the obviously like Evil Dead too, the one that I think of yeah. like the most. But like out of like that genre, uh, Shaun of the Dead is up there. Yeah, I would say it almost treads into parody territory though yeah which is yeah which is fine not almost it's pretty much straight yeah. up because i like personally like i think it, i like it is a great fucking movie i wouldn't say it's a horror movie i just think it's like a comedy with zombies in it no, i think it's both a parody it's a, it's a zombie parody movie. yeah right. well because it's got some decent gore oh yeah it. for yeah. sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, the roommate gets, like, torn in half from yeah. his, like, yeah. stomach and shit. So, yeah, but that's a great movie. It's so adorable. Yeah, it's so adorable. Yeah. It is. Morgan, do you have anything to add to her list? Uh, no. My Like I said, my list is really small because, like, I feel like there's, like, the line is, like, super, like, thin between horror and comedy. So, like, my main one is Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. It's fucking funny. Oh, P.S. This fucking scene right here, the like bat skeleton guy, yeah, his yeah. fucking like he just like flies away into yeah. the night. Hey. He's just you know, hey. he's spelunking to hell. Yeah, no big deal. He's just spelunking to hell. No big deal. Um, but yeah, so Dead Alive is like my, I would say my number one. Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Um, and Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Someone's been in my fruit cellar. Someone with a fresh soul. Did you know that it's Ted Ramey? Yes, I did know that. Like, that's actually pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. It is. pretty fucked up. Very fucked up. Yeah, my list is small. Because I have a hard time because I feel like so, a lot of a lot of them are like like strictly horror. Some of them are parody. Some of them, like you said, like are not even really supposed to be funny, but they fucking are. Like society. yeah, like society. Yeah. Like that movie is fucking hilarious. Like that is like that end scene is like everybody is literally like melted fucking cheese on a pizza, just mm-hmm. like writhing around. Like that's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. But I don't think that they meant for it to be that way. Yeah. Feast and Feast 2. Great movie. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Henry Rollins. not like the third Henry one? Henry Rollins. No, fuck the third one. I don't really remember Directed by Clue Guller's son. Yeah, and Clue like, Guller is the bartender. Those right. movies are so funny. Yeah, um, they are hilarious. Creep actually. Show, which shame on both of you for yeah. not remembering Creep Show. Well, I don't really think it's funny, though. What? Well, you don't the think they're Stephen funny? King, like, um... But, and so is, um, so is the one with that white-haired guy, Leslie Nielsen. I mean, it's funny. No? no? I guess, okay, I guess oh, it depends, funny. though, because personally, the creep show to me, when I watched it when I was a kid, it scared me, so to me, that's not shit, that shit's not funny. Same with House. Like, I know that this is considered yeah. to be a horror comedy, but when I because when I, I associate this movie with still being scared, so well, it's a scary the movie. the tagline for Creep Show is you'll never have so much fun watching. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. So yeah. it's, it's geared towards comedy. Like, yeah. they even said you'll have a lot of yeah. fun watching yeah. this. Spit all over myself. Like, so, I can see, like, the, the segment with Stephen King being yeah, the, yeah. The, the the funny one, but, um, but I find the other ones, like, more, like, just straight up, like, horror stories. I guess. I, I Come on. But again, it's, like, one of those things, 
where it was actually meant to be funny because like I said, yeah. they promoted it like that. But like even looking back now, like, where's my cake? And yeah, that yeah, scene with Oh my god, and Harris yeah. dance moves. So maybe yeah, it's like society we where like that wasn't yeah. supposed to be funny, but looking yeah. back on it. Well maybe it's back so... then though, like because like when people would go to see horror movies in the theaters, like they think it's funny when they get scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like when the scare happens. Well and it was different like, oh, it was different oh, from oh, Halloween oh. though. Halloween was very like like the soundtrack was scary and yeah. like Halloween had like a dark yeah. setting I think it was just the setting that the horror was presented in was less dark maybe yeah. less morbid than yeah. also than I just wanted to add that. I can't watch the scene with Ed Harris lying on that gravestone oh really why I, because he has ample time to move oh, out I of the know. way he's and I know pants. yeah I guess yeah because he's he was doing some sweet dance moves like yeah he's just lying oh. there oh here's Big Ben he fucking looks awesome. He looks real. Someone should be him for Halloween. Oh my god! Oh wow, that's an this, expensive yeah. costume. The makeup and the special effects for this are fucking. Yeah, real. they're amazing. This shit scared um, the fuck out of me when I was a kid. So I also have uh, so Feast Creep Show, um, Leprechaun in the Hood, which yeah. he gets so stoned. He's like, "What is this? That smells interesting." And so he gets really fucking high, and then he wheels. Hose. I think I remember. He wheels hoes. That's he funny. has a hoe train in Leprechaun. I should rewatch it. I, I watch. It's good. I'm telling it. you, it's good. Um, Snoop Dogg's in it. Ice T's in oh it. God. Back the to second, the hood. No, fuck oh, the okay, no. We're not okay. even talking about that. That's not funny. All right, that's not <laughs> funny. We're talking funny. That's not funny. Um. Drag Me to Hell. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. I mean, Sam Raimi. Another one that's so. meant to be yeah. kind of. Uh, out you know what there, I love right? about that movie? How many times she gets shit in her mouth. I know. It's fantastic. And I feel like that's like a, a like a running joke. In yeah, like bugs, blood, like everything yeah. goes in her mouth. It's great. I love that movie. Yeah, it's I do love them. Yeah. Um, uh, Piranha. So this is like the two thousand whatever Piranha with Eli Roth in it. It's oh yeah. Hilarious. They took my penis. They took, yes. They took. They took my penis. Though is it good? Oh, I saw three D. It's not. It's three double D. Isn't as good as Piranha with Eli Roth. But okay. It's it's way more. It's way more um, sorority fraternity based. Like it's yeah. way more like oh titties and yeah. like it's not as great, but it's still good. Yeah, um, I haven't seen those movies in a long time. I should rewatch them. And then, I always like, forget that um, Joe Dante directed the original. Yeah. Uh, my very last <laughs> one, which is maybe just funny to me. But again, anything centered, anything horror where a horror character, like in Leprechaun, gets high makes me laugh. Yeah. So, Freddy versus Jason, where Freddy, yes. like, yeah, fucks yeah. with, like, the stoners, and it's, like, a bunch of rave kids, and yeah. Jason goes to the rave in the cornfield. Like, that movie killed me. Freddy yeah. versus Jason killed me. Jason. I like that it movie. It's so nostalgic to me. funny. And at the yeah. end, where Freddy winks, like, that's funny, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it is Freddy Krueger did kind of turn into, like, a... Uh, comedian a comedy like a punchline yeah. welcome yeah, like, to prime time like that's funny yeah like yeah. he is a fucking parody of himself I mean originally it was supposed to be scary but then he kind of morphed into like the one liner guy and that's cool yeah that's cool because that's what he is now yeah but bitch yeah. bitch <laughs> everything's bitch everything <laughs> everything's bitch everything's bitch <laughs> that's awesome and I mean, we're probably missing like a thousand, right? Like, there's so many yeah. movies that you, we watch now, and we're just like, ah. for yeah. sure. I mean, not like I spit on your grave or anything like that. Oh, those movies are funny. Yes, I mean the smiles. I saw that. I saw that. Because I love the kills in the remake, man. The kills in the remake are. It doesn't make like, up for the oh, 15 minute them. rape scene. Oh, the first me, movie is literally like 80. Yeah, the first movie is. 
But the remake, I love the kill scenes. Like, they're just, like, The eyeball genius. one's my favorite. Oh, fuck. So good. Um, also, I just love uh, Roger Cobb is uh, at the end of the movie, like, he's, like, trying. Like, I feel bad for him at this point because he's trying so hard and he's still, like, staying in this house. Yeah. It's just like he's struggling, and it's just like, what else is going to happen? Flying skeleton bat. Oh, uh, <laughs> fucking Big Ben. Yeah. I love that. If, the, if there's an action figure for Big Ben, I want it. Oh, yeah. They could have made his face a little bit slimier, I yeah. think. But overall, like, this scene, is this is the most terrifying part of the movie for me. I just love the makeup. Yeah. Like, anything that looks... It, like, it there's, still holds up to me. There's a yeah. part in Poltergeist 2, um, if you remember, where after the dad drinks the worm and that creature comes out of his mouth and, anyways, looks like that face. Yeah, that's awesome. It's very similar, very similar to that. Sweet. Beat him with his own arm. Yeah. That's not going well, though. <laughs> He's, like, not even fucking flinching. Yeah. He's blocking all the shots. Yeah, I just love the way that the special effects on his face, like... We're idiots! What? Stop everything! Did We're talking about movie? um only the pinnacle of horror comedy, American Werewolf in London. Oh yeah! Come on! Yeah, I got yeah. some comedy in it's it. It's literally yeah. a comedy movie. It was yeah. like advertised as a horror comedy. Yeah. It was so yeah. Funny. I did see that actually when I was looking it up on uh. Wikipedia. Oh, I could I could just kick everything on the fucking. Well, I do enjoy uh, the soundtrack placement in that movie. Yeah. Mm. Like because when he's first transforming and it plays that like upbeat song, like I do like that. And then ju- his friend visits him in like the porn yeah. theater and it's like his dead friend. Oh, that's yeah. Funny. A lots lots of new things came out because of October and new, Halloween. And Stranger and, Things. Yeah, so Stranger Things too. Ooh, thank you. Uh, did you watch it, Megan? No, you can go ahead. Okay, I mean, well we're not gonna say anything that spoils anything, obviously. I, I but I Bleh. I do love that show. I think the first season definitely blew my mind. Um, and the second season, I feel like um, the first like half like dragged a little bit, yeah. but I know that Morgan, you had the issue with that other storyline um, with her, with like 11, the yeah. other, uh, the other girl, but like, I feel like it was kind of necessary um, because she needed to, you know, go out and explore and figure out who she is. I get that. And yeah. then so she could uh, come back to what she wants and what she loves. Mm-hmm. And it's the like, you know, be with the the boys and everything, mm-hmm. but uh, it got uh, 15 million views over the weekend. That's crazy. That it like when it came out on that Friday. Amazing. Yeah, and there's these new um, McFarland toys oh, cool. actually that just came out. So if you guys are big fans of that show, you should check them out because they look great. That is really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I I liked it. I think the first season. I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of the idea that like. You have something that's magical and perfect, and to try to like keep to re- recreating that magic is a little bit yeah to me. So I felt like the second season, the magic was lost a little bit. Well, I've read that. I've read um, that a lot. Online. Yeah, but it's like it, uh, it asks. There's too many questions that are answered where I feel like a lot of times it's like if you leave the end of like a series or a movie, just kind of like with those questions. It, it leaves a more indelible 
effect, I think. Then you leave a bunch of angry people, though, no, like fire not flying. At all. No, 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 things like I felt like at the end of the it's first a, season they added now. a couple extra no. things at the end that were like let's make it so we leave the story open like I felt like there was a point where it actually did end and then they decided to add more where he's like putting the egos in the box mm-hmm. and the fuck force and shit like mm-hmm. and I get that because it's popular everybody wants to sort of cash in on it but now it's like okay so now there's gonna be a season three and a season four and it's like like, where the fuck are they going to take that shit? Well, like, I was hey. reading online, and uh, uh, the Duffer brothers said that this season two was uh, more based on, like, the struggles of the characters. Like, yeah, being it's like without character development. 11 and everything. Yeah. And apparently season three is going to be, like, a lot more monsters and shit. That's cool. Yeah, well, so, I, so, I mean, I'm going to continue watching it and stuff. For sure, but, like, yeah. uh, Due to the success of the first season, like, I can see... Um, why they obviously wanted to continue with it. I mean, if they offered him, you know, like them, sorry, like, you know, like a great deal, like they're it's not going to say risk. no. It's just a risk. Yeah, it's just yeah. a risk because we've all seen these shows that just go on for like way, way, way too many fucking seasons. Like you look at like Lost or like even The Walking Dead at this point, which I bring up every episode as an example garbage. of something yeah. that's just turned into garbage. Yeah, yeah, it's just gone on for too long. Mm-hmm. So I hope they don't do that. I hope they keep every season interesting yeah, yeah and yeah. that they they've planned yeah. it and it was like it was time. interesting like it, it's, okay. it wasn't boring and i fell in love with bob yeah i fucking love sean astin so much actually you know what his I character is I so actually, cute i actually think that steve is steve harrington like, is awesome steve is like the, his hair oh my god i know He's so i just want to run my fingers through it, it. yeah it's so true it yeah, well, um, Creep 2 came out, and I watched I it, and it's watch fucking it. fantastic, just like the first one. Uh, it's great. I watched um, Happy Death Day, which is uh, the yeah. guy who also did Zombie, uh, the the Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, which it? is hilarious, which is actually another really That's good, another good one. horror comedy. Yeah. Arnold's son is in it. And, um, <laughs> yeah... It's a great, uh, the, uh... The illegitimate one with the fucking... Uh, no, 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 no. The, the one that dated <laughs> Miley kidding. Cyrus. Um, but yeah, uh, so the guy who did the Scout's Guide to Zombie Apocalypse, which I think was a success, um, did this new movie called Happy Death Day, mm-hmm. and I, I rented it, and it's good, but it's basically Groundhog Day and a Supernatural episode, like, it's, like, the exact same story. Right, that's all it looks like on the trailer. it's still too. a good movie, like, so it's a girl that, like, she wakes up on her birthday and gets murdered, and, and then, like, keeps waking out. up, and she has to figure out who her murderer is. There's a movie is. like There's that, a, though. Groundhog Day. No, oh. not Groundhog day fucking what's her name megan fox or someone is in one of these movies where it's mm. um where she has to find her own killer it's right. there's literally a movie just okay like that. well there's a supernatural episode where dean keeps getting killed and i was like well that's like the same yeah. plot but i mean whatever i'm not like i'm not judging them for stealing the idea or anything like I that mean, like i mean it's like a lot idea. of ideas are yeah. obviously going to be recycled like when you're running out of ideas but it was still like it was actually an interesting movie like i i like how she figured out how to get over like the hump or whatever and um so everybody online freaked out about the new halloween that's coming out 
next year. Right. So yeah. the because photo, of that fucking the that picture, picture that Jamie Lee Curtis, everyone on. shared it. So the picture with Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers and uh, John Carpenter is an executive producer and and a composer well, that's on cool. it. And um, I actually didn't know that John Carpenter also uh, wrote uh, a song for a Stranger Things episode for season two oh, as cool. well. And we're actually going to see him this weekend. Yeah. He's playing that's in Toronto. Gonna that's going to be awesome. fucking amazing. Yeah, he's, like on this, he's on tour right week. now. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. And um, so the new Halloween, now this is interesting. It's directed by David Gordon Green, who also directed Pineapple Express. Mm, like, so he me. hasn't done horror. No. And, uh, but him and Danny Mc- McBride, ah, yeah. they wrote the screenplay together. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be good because I'm sorry, Pineapple Express is a fucking hilarious movie. Uh, It's great. Um, But basically, it's like a sequel to the first one, so they're just completely ignoring the sequels. So it's just going to like take place like 40 years after the very first movie. Right. And um, speaking of like remakes, um, they are remaking Pet Cemetery. I know, Megan. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, she's a big Stephen but King fan. But any remake, I don't even care. Why? I know. Well, I don't know. Like I've said before, and I'll say it again, I will give anything a chance. And if it's good, you know, good job. I praise it. And if it's bad, then I say okay. fuck off. How'd the, how the Carrie remake go for you? How did that turn out? <laughs> it was awful. I don't even remember it, to be honest. It was awful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. And the movie was called I Know Who Killed Me with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. I think she's girls. like naked, like full frontal oh, naked in that movie. I don't know why I know that. But uh, the Pet Cemetery really remake, um, I'm actually kind of excited about it because why? the directors that, um, the, the duo directors that did Starry Eyes are doing it. And I, I don't like know. Starry Eyes. I know, fine. I know Morgan hasn't seen, seen it. Yet, fine. But I like that was, Starry Eyes. I know. Fine. I'll give it a chance. But yeah, Starry Eyes. Starry Eyes was a very interesting movie. I thought it was good. So I know. We'll see. We'll see how it is. Yes, we will. <laughs> Whatever, this movie's finally over. Uh, yep, it, <laughs> it is. went on forever. Yep. Nothing happened. <laughs> a bunch of ghosts. There and goblins shit. and shit. Yeah, William um, Cobb. I have like a couple more William extra Cobb. things. William Cat. Uh, William Cobb. <laughs> You're not it's even time drunk. for me to sleep. Megan and I drank this entire bottle of wine. I know, I drank water. <laughs> I might call in sick tomorrow. We'll see what happens. It's yeah. half a bottle of wine. Yeah, but look. You have a vagina for a face. I'm dying. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we did a step class today. We're dying. Yeah. Um, so what, a couple more things. Um, the X-Files are do, renewed, renewed Yay! Oh my god, I love that episode with cool. the guy from Flight of the Concords. Yes! That was such that a was good cool. episode. That was super fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and also, um, Rawhead Rex, I think we talked about this, is getting a 4K restoration. Yeah, I played um, in some theaters. Yeah, and this, we knew that, like, the Suspiria one was touring around and stuff like that, and we never yeah. did get to see it, but nah. I, I'm, I'll I imagine yeah. it would be fucking amazing, because <clears throat> the colors... And just the aesthetic of that movie are yeah, amazing. Beautiful. So that'll be super cool. Um, that's all I've got. I saw some shit about M. Night Shyamalan, but fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's off and Well, no, because remember we talked about Split yeah. at one point, and at the weird thing at the end where it kind of oh, turned into unbreakable so now he's actually tying the movies together and he is making sequels well unbreakable is a good movie so it is and split split is a part of that yeah and i liked it i liked split Split. yeah yeah so he's making the sequel to that like i guess in production now that's gonna tie the two worlds together i suppose cool 
All right, well, we're going to sign off now. Um, We have to go home and feed our cats. Yeah. And uh, thank you very much for listening. As always, we love every one of you for listening to this podcast. And it's uh, almost our two-year anniversary. Yeah. You're fucking lying. I know, right? You're fucking lying to me. Dude, we recorded our very first unreleased episode on my birthday and my birthday is december and that was two years ago i don't believe it bullshit are we gonna I release the yeah. unreleased are we gonna go Never. back in time it's i, I so know bad. it was uh What's what it? movie what did we it was brain, brain damage brain damage, brain damage. Yeah. sorry yeah brain damage yeah it was a trial we'll never release it <laughs> <laughs> if one day we're like super super rich or something yeah, like, listen to this god and if someone garbage. will pay like a ridiculous it's like releasing your voices. demos yeah. afterwards yeah. you're like mm, yeah i'm gonna make a little bit yeah of super rare witch finger limited release yeah, yeah. you know what's rare us sucking yeah <laughs> <laughs> right awesome on that note i hope you guys have a good night bye bye, bye. bye. bye.